All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful DC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk, get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Hey, professional homegirls. Before we begin this week's episode, please make sure to call or text the PHG podcast hotline at 929-262-1677. You have a chance to speak with me or you can text me about this week's episode or anybody episode or if you have a story that you want to share, please make sure to text or call the PHG podcast hotline at 929-262-1677. Also, the website is officially live, so please make sure to visit the website at www.thephgpodcast.com. All right, guys, let's begin this week's episode. Later. Welcome. You are now listening to... The professional Welcome to this week's episode of the PhD Podcast. It's your girl, Ebene, and I am super excited about this week's episode. Um, before we begin, let's do a little housekeeping. Please make sure to follow me on Instagram at the Professional Home Girl at the PhD Podcast. And last but not least, at Ebene Beauty. Please make sure to follow me on Twitter at the PhD underscore. And last but not least, please make sure to visit the website www.thephgpodcast.com. Now, please keep in mind that all of my guests are anonymous, so let's begin this week's episode. So, to my guests, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm a little nervous. 
but I'm feeling good. Why are you nervous? I don't know. I've never spoken on a podcast before, so I feel like, ooh, people about to, and I know it's anonymous. I'm like, ooh, people about to hear me and hear my story. What's yeah, you're the, turning red. What are people gonna say? Like, <laughs> no. So I posted her story up on Instagram. If you're following me at the Professional Home Girl, and the question was, I'm this week's guest. Her and her boyfriend been together for three years, and they don't have sex. And when I tell you, everybody was asking me all types of questions. So I'm super excited about this episode because I think that people are going to get a little bit more than just the norm. Like, why, why are they not having sex? So before you get before you got with your boyfriend, how was your dating life? Um, my dating life was very different. Mm-hmm. Um, I still had very long-lasting relationships, but I was active with them. So um, what I've you had, mean by active? You ain't got to be cute. I've, I've had sex before. <laughs> And, um, like, with my previous boyfriend, I had sex with him, too. So mm-hmm. it was a new thing to get into this relationship mm-hmm. and come to an agreement where we're like, yeah, we're not going to have sex. We're going to wait until marriage. So, yeah, like, my history beforehand, like, I've been active since, I could say, like, 16 years old. So so what was your relationship like with your last boyfriend? With my last boyfriend, um... I pretty much had didn't have a lot of history with him beforehand because we met at work, mm-hmm. and this is when I had moved to California. Mm-hmm. So, um, so you was pretty much new. I was pretty much new, so I ended up meeting and talking to him for roughly like six months before we got together, and then we had a long distance relationship because um, he lived in SoCal and I lived in no, he lived in NoCal and I lived in SoCal. So, so how far is that? That's around like an eight hour drive. Oh damn! Like eight nine hour drive. Right. Yeah. So that lasted for three years, roughly, a little under. And, yeah, we were active. Um, it was a little different because I didn't have a relationship with God then. Mm-hmm. The way we came about this agreement now with my current boyfriend. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Oh, I'm jumping? You're jumping. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, because I know you're not a virgin. Mm-hmm. And he's not a virgin. Because I know a lot of people was asking, were you two both virgins? So, who ideal was it to first abstain from having sex while in the relationship? It was his. So, how did you feel when he first said it? Honestly, I felt like it was coming. Mm-hmm. Um, really? Yeah, I felt like it was coming. Um, because I was getting into my relationship with God at that time. Mm-hmm. And he already had had a relationship with God for a very long time. So, I kind of already knew, like, if anything is going to happen between us... Um, or if we're going to take this, like, friendship to the next level, mm-hmm. I know we're going to be, like, abstinent until marriage. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then just, like, a backdrop, I've known him for, like, 10 years. Yeah, like, I'm just I've about to say him, that. I've known him since high school. So, mm-hmm. like, even going through high school, like, knowing that he's Adventist and just kind of getting a little bit of his ideals, like, learning about him in high school, mm-hmm. I already knew, like, if we're going to pick this back up after seven years of not really, like, talking to each other and, and stuff like that, like, we were really, really close back then. Mm-hmm. And I already knew, like, the way God was moving in his life. I was like... Won't he do it? Won't he do it? <laughs> so then how did the conversation go? Um, It pretty much went, like... So he was like, um, I just want you to know, like... Like, he is very straightforward. This is what I love about him. Like, he was not uh, about to sit here and waste my time. Mm-hmm. Like, even though we was attracted to each other, he was like, this is pretty much what I am. This is what I'm going for. I'm not going to be having sex until marriage. Um... And if that's not something you're willing to do, I understand. Mm-hmm. And we can, like, you know, just, like, part ways. Because, <laughs> like, he was very blunt about it, but I appreciate that. Because right. like, if I was going to sit here and be like, oh, yeah, we're going to, like, 
do yada yada and then he's like no right like why are you wasting my time so um and even at that time too it it felt like exactly what i needed because i already felt like in my heart i was like I'm not gonna have sex with anybody else until marriage because at that point, like all the crap that I went through in my relationship. What you was doing before you met him? You must have been wilding out. <laughs> Girls wilding out. Like I was, I was trying to look for myself, and I was like young. I was, like, mm-hmm. I was with that boyfriend from like 19 to like 21, 22. Mm-hmm. So that's really when you like breaking out of your shell and you're like, right, like trying to find yourself. Like, who am I? So at that time, I was like really all over the place, and with that boyfriend too, like. Your ex-boyfriend. Yeah, my ex-boyfriend, like, we didn't have a lot in common, so there was just a lot in that relationship that was broken. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I felt like, for me, I was having sex with him to hold on to that relationship. Mm. I was like, maybe if we continue to have sex, that it's going to make this relationship better, that we're going to have a deeper connection and stuff like that. And while it did create a soul tie with me and him, Mm -hmm. it didn't fix anything in that relationship. So coming out of that relationship, and I'm like, all right, let me start getting deeper into my relationship with God, I already had, like, an idea in my mind that it's like, I don't want to, like, I want to wait this time. Right. And I want to see, what is that going to do? Like, is that going to change anything? Like, is it going to make things better? Right. So, at first, I was like, hmm. But then afterwards, I was like, you know, I think this is is something that I think God put in my life for this reason, because he already saw everything that was happening from when I first lost my virginity up until that right point. Now. So it's like, it's like refreshing. It was like so refreshing. I can tell. To hear that. Like, right. I was like, oh, we're like, you're willing to, great. <laughs> we're on the same page. <laughs> well, I know that religion plays a big part in your, in both of you all decision. Mm. But also he's a pastor, right? Or he's becoming a pastor? Yeah. So he didn't go to school to become a pastor. Mm-hmm. Rather, he studied a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, God really sat him down and had him studying, like, in his room for years. Mm-hmm. So, um, we, he likes to call himself an evangelist mm-hmm. and a speaker, but he doesn't like to call himself a pastor. Mm-hmm. But other people call him pastor. And like you said, this is your first time doing this within your relationship. Yeah. So, what are some things you notice that are, like, different sustaining without sex because i know a lot of times people feel like when you have sex it kind of like clouds your judgment Mm. you don't have a lot of clarity or anything so like what have you noticed i've noticed that i've been so much more clear with who i am as a person Mm -hmm. and who i'm with Mm -hmm. so like i'm able to tell things about myself when i'm like abstaining from sex like i'm able to see like is it abstaining or sustaining girl i don't know (laughs) (laughs) somebody in the comments let me know i know (laughs) um no but like i've really learned a lot about myself as a woman what i like and what i don't like Mm -hmm. just apart from sex and then learning more about my partner like i can really say like i know him on an intimate level right like his mind like what he likes what he dislikes what he thinks about at night like what keeps him up at night like that those type of like silly talks that you be like i want to know you i want to know you as a person like i feel like i'm actually able to know him as a person Mm -hmm. like i say inside out like i know everything about him because that hasn't gotten in the way because that could really get in the way in my last relationship that really got in the way right like there was i mean like can i tell a little horror story like there was a time where we was like having sex and for him it just wasn't happening for him and then he was like, oh, let me just put on some porn real quick. And I'm like, you really about to do that? Like, in the middle, 
Yeah, that make you that make it seem like you're not enough. Right. Right. So that that relationship really messed me up because I was like, like, I don't know, like it was just a lot for me as far as figuring out like my sexuality too, and it's like, and I'm young, so it's like mm-hmm. me being able to really sit and think about those things in that relationship. I gotta say that that was a blessing, right? Because now I'm able to see as a person like who I am and what my sexuality is and what I like and what I don't like and then mm-hmm. I'm able to actually like sit and wait for this person now that I know I'm gonna marry so it's right. like now we're gonna be able to wait and I know that you're not gonna be pulling that kind of stuff on me because mm-hmm. I've already learned enough about you as a person right so it's like so it's like for that like I really enjoy this aspect and you give me something to look forward to yeah exactly so within these three years has it been difficult Yes. Child, yes. (laughs) This is not an easy thing. Like, it is not easy at all. Like, everybody knows. Yeah, because technically you're, like, celibate. Yeah. 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 That's the word I think we was looking for, celibate. Yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's not, it's really not easy at all. Especially if you're, like, not a virgin. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, because you know what you're kind of possibly missing. Exactly. Like, maybe if I was a virgin this whole time, it probably wouldn't have been as hard for me. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know what the experience is like. But because I know, and because he knows too, it's hard for the both of us. Like, Mm -hmm. honestly. But he's actually been celibate a lot longer than I have. Because he, like, I'm telling you, God was really leading this man. How how long? um, Seven years. He's been celibate for seven years? Yep. Well, now it's... Now it's probably like eight or nine. Well, I might be having a blind moment. Is giving head, is that also being celibate or no? <laughs> <laughs> nope. That's all. That's all. Like, if, if that's it, then it's not being celibate. Like, literally being celibate is doing absolutely nothing. So, it's like, do y'all, like, make out and stuff? We'll kiss, yeah. But we don't make out. But we don't make out. Wow. Like, it's really, like... We're really holding back. Because the thing is, you start making out, you start getting yeah. those feelings. Then you start it, moving. And, <laughs> and, you know, every relationship is different, too. Yeah. Because some people can really have, like, a good chill. Like, they can make out and they'll be fine. But me and him, we already know, like, we've had, like, sexual tension since high school. Like, we've been... That's we've, over 10 years. Yes. Yes. So, picture that. 10 years that you've, like, been in love with a person, but it just hasn't been working out for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Like, when I met him, he had a girl. Then mm-hmm. I ended up getting with somebody, and it's like every single time, and then ten years down the road, now now we're here, right? And we're like waiting, but we've been like fiending for this. Now that's for actually years. pretty amazing. Like y'all have really good discipline. So do y'all like get dressed in front of each other? <laughs> no, I'm just curious because, like you said, like I don't know if I was to see my man, you know, he get undressed. But I, just... I know I can't. Like sometimes I'll see him like like when he jump out the shower and he's like in his towel, and I see his. I'm like, you gotta go. <laughs> I was like, you gotta get out of my face. Wow. Yeah, so we really, like, we really have to do a lot of precautions because it's like, if he was to see me, I know he'd be like, just let's go right now. Right. So it's like, it's really, really hard. It's hard. But it's like, it's really worth it. And there'd be times where we really have to, like, sit down and check ourselves and be like, we're doing really good. Because, like... Really? It's like, we're doing really good. Like, let's not, let's not ruin this. Mm-hmm. We have to give pep talks, like... Let's not ruin this. So have you ever came close to doing it? Yes, we have. So how do you stop that? 
we literally and i mean like this may sound like super christian but we literally like i i had to like pull him off and i was like let's pray he tried to put <laughs> and you know it's funny all right sierra but when you okay <laughs> no but when you pray it it because like now you involve in god it takes away all of that feeling because it just feels like about to do this in front of god like it, it, is it sexy if, if if um the person tries to stick the tip in <laughs> girl nice Remember playing that? stick the tip in oh my gosh (laughs) no like we came super cool like not even like all our clothes were off or anything like that it was like i guess that's not even super close to you right but for for y'all yeah that's super close so it's like our clothes are not all off yet but we get in there that's too close already so we're like all right let's pray because that just takes that just rips it literally rips the sexual tension out of you and what y'all be saying when y'all be praying like literally, I would have to do it because a lot of time I feel like I have more discipline than he does. Yeah, and I mean, like, Most it, make, it makes sense. It makes sense. Um, and he'll be getting tight. Like he got tight when I did that, and I'm like, I know it's hard, but like, and he's been doing it for seven years. Yeah, you know, and it's like for him, like I totally get it, and I'm right. like, I know it's hard, but like, child, we're not doing all this for nothing. Right. Like if we already we lasted three years. I think at that time it was two. Mm-hmm. Last the two years doing this. No, we're not about to just throw all of that away. Like, right. So I'll sit there and I'll pray and I'll be like, you know, God, just give us a strength because like this is hard. God knows. God knows already. <laughs> God knows them hormones. <laughs> you know. Like. So the number one question that a lot of my um, listeners ask me about your story is, in what ways are y'all intimate? Because you know a lot of people think that. Oh, a lot of people feel that when you're having sex with somebody, that's, like, the most intimate thing that you can do. So, like, how do y'all keep the intimacy in your relationship alive? I love this. Um, she about to school, y'all. Okay. <laughs> I love this. No, because I honestly always felt the same way. I felt like being intimate meant having sex mm-hmm. and making out and all of that. And that is, that is the ultimate form of intimacy, and God made that for that reason. Um, but also being intimate with somebody is also knowing things about them. It's also loving them for who they are when it comes like down to the end of it mm-hmm. and you really fed up with this person. Are you just going to get up and leave? Right. Or are you going to stick around because you already know the kind of person that you're with? You know that you love them, mm-hmm. you know, even though they're irritating you that this is your ride or die. This is the person that you're going to stay with. Right. So it's like the way we are intimate is we like we even do activities like like i mentioned um like an escape room mm-hmm. an escape room is like really cool because like, you get to learn about the minds that are with you like usually jobs do it for team building and stuff like that because you get to know the people that you're with mm-hmm. and it's the same way like we really love doing that because like he and i we're we are really great communicators but we communicate in different ways mm. so it's like there was this one escape room for example that Mm -hmm. we started off separate so we can't see what's going on on the other person's side and you have to sit there and communicate and that that room was like a huge life lesson for me when it was like as far as being in a relationship like how I communicate with my partner and it really showed a lot about me Mm -hmm. and it allowed me to grow and then it also showed a lot about him too and then I was like wow like he's really good at this he's really good at that and it just allows me to be really intimate as far as like the mind like I feel like the the most vulnerable space in a person is their mind mm-hmm. what they think about what they like what they Child, love you so like deep that. i'm thinking so much like, like oh she's getting my fuck <laughs> you know like like to get to know somebody from their mind that's the right. most vulnerable space 
that you're ever going to catch somebody in. Right. So to really learn about somebody and how they think, how they move, why they act the way that they act, why they feel the way that they feel, mm-hmm. that's really intimate. And because we remove sex, it gives us more opportunity to learn about each other in that way. What other things do y'all do that might help with your intimacy? Um, Believe it or not, we have a lot of talks. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because like with my previous relationships, I wouldn't be able to talk to somebody mm-hmm. like that for hours or like have just full-blown conversations. Like, yeah, we'll sit there and kiki and have like funny conversations and laugh. But mm-hmm. a lot of the times, more times than not, We'll sit there and have like real conversations like about deep conversations. Deep conversations about how we feel about life and how we feel about our goals and how we want to uplift each other. And when we get married, we always having married talks. When we get married, how's our life gonna look like? How's our children gonna look like? Um, what are our goals and how they're gonna align with our children and stuff mm-hmm. like that? We have those really, really deep talks. And then on the other hand, it's like really silly talks and stuff like right. that too. But like I've never been able to say that I talk with my partner as much as I do with him. So I know you have a, like, you have everything planned as far as y'all getting married next year, right? Yeah. Or engaged. Yeah, <laughs> we're getting engaged me. by the end of this year and getting married by next year. That's good. So five years almost for you. Yeah. And what, nine or ten years from him abstaining from um sex? Yep. Yo, that is amazing. Maybe I do that shit. I'm tired <laughs> of people. You know, like... And it's crazy because it's like, I wouldn't take back the experiences that I had with all of my previous relationships. Mm-hmm. However, I feel like I would I would have lived just fine without them too, because those people I created ties with. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, and it's not like that for everybody too. Right. So, um, for me, I create soul ties with people I have sex with. A so, lot of people think that, but explain know, what soul ties is, because a lot of people may not understand that. Um, for me, soul ties is having an intimate connection with somebody, like, forever. Right. Like, you're always going to be connected to them. Like, if you think about them, you're going to be thinking about those intimate connections that you've had with them. That is true. And that, whether or not it doesn't, like, it doesn't look like it's affecting you on a day-to-day basis, that can affect you, like, overall. Like, you know, like we were talking about earlier, like, mm-hmm. there's certain things that people don't deal with in mm-hmm. their life and stuff like that and they don't take the time to evaluate it and and hash it out and they think that it's not affecting them but every time it comes up it comes up worse right so it's like i created soul ties with people to a point where it's like sometimes like if i see them or if i think about it like something starts coming back and i don't like that because it's like i don't want like i don't want to think about you like that we're right. not together and we're never ever gonna get back together. I'm with somebody that I actually love, and I feel like pieces of me are being spread in the past and stuff like that. Mm. So I feel like those soul ties, like I could deal without, but I feel like I also learned a lot. But well, could you ever remove soul ties? I'm just, I'm just curious. Child, I don't know. No, right? <laughs> I don't know. And you know, I feel like it's different for everybody. I feel like certain people have mastered the art of like just removing themselves from past experiences Mm -hmm. and removing those soul ties to a point where it's like you are never ever going to be emotionally attached or intimately attached with that person ever again right i'm not i'm not one of those people Mm -hmm. so for me does it still bother you um it doesn't bother as as much as it used to Mm -hmm. like now i've gotten into such a safe space with my boyfriend that it doesn't 
like really ever reoccur mm -hmm. and if it does it's not very strong mm -hmm. so i guess in the sense you could say those soul ties are kind of like dying down but okay. also that took a lot of like self-reflection that i didn't want to do <laughs> you make it sound like you was out here busting it low baby <laughs> i wasn't doing i wasn't that crazy <laughs> but when i feel when i love and when i feel i feel very deeply so like yeah you know yeah no i feel you i'm very um passionate myself so. yeah so child the million dollar question here we go and i'm i water it down because the way this one uh listener asks i was like child <laughs> so what would happen if you have sex when you married to your boyfriend mm -hmm. and it's whack <laughs> What you do? She's on yo. The way she acts, I was like, yo, what is wrong with y'all tonight? I know, and I've heard this a lot too. It's like, what? Like, oh, you haven't seen his, you haven't seen his thing. So it's like, you haven't seen it? No. What? No, I have not. Hey, you touched it, listeners? I have not. You don't want to see it? No, I don't want to see it. They'll probably be like, yeah, the icing on the cake, like, <laughs> like it's time. <laughs> I, I, I have touched it. I touched it once, but it was through clothes. I mean, like. Listen, y'all, this is have very, you like, seen PG. You? <laughs> what, have, have you seen you? No. What? Y'all not playing. <laughs> Wait, so y'all sleeping, like, in the same bed? No. Wow. No, we do not. I feel like we about to get down to nitty-gritty. <laughs> <laughs> we do not sleep in the same bed. Really? So, like, if I stay over his house, he's on the couch, I'm in his bed. Yo, y'all yeah. not playing. Yeah. So, what would happen if it's wet? What would you do? Honestly... I feel like I love him so much. This is going to sound mad. They're going to be like, she lying. <laughs> They're be like, no, sis lying. No, but, like, for real. You will stay with him if the sex I is wet? I will stay with him because all the things that I learned about him since high school, like, I'm not talking about, like, like let's, let's change it a little bit and let's say, like, i only known him, like, three years. Lord knows. Right. I've known him for too long. Like, I've learned too much about this man. Like, I and I highly doubt it's gonna be whack. I just I just got a feeling in my soul. Yeah, she over here <laughs> blushing. <laughs> I got a feeling in my soul. But like, so go ahead. No, like, if it's if it's whack, I mean, these are things that could be worked on. These are things like you, like you gotta work with your partner. You know, like right. if your partner is bad, or let's say it's whack because I'm bad, I wouldn't want him to just up and leave me like that. It's like, all right, you got some tricks? Teach me a little bit. Right. Like, <laughs> but what if he was to tell you that that your sex is whack? Then I'll be like, all right, what do you want me to do? Like, do <laughs> How you, you want it? <laughs> <laughs> However do you want it? <laughs> like, I'll be like, all right, so, like, what? Like, there's got to be something that we can do. Right. To help. Because, like, nigga, I ain't going nowhere after 10 years. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> I'm right here. You're not leaving me. Like, <laughs> so what would be some advice you would give to someone if they want to be celibate in their relationship? Because a lot of people are, mm -hmm. are not used to being in relationships and not being intimate with their partner. Mm -hmm. I would say um, pray about it. Mm -hmm. Really talk to God about if, and honestly, I feel like God has given everybody the ability to do this. Um, and I feel like for the for the reason of not creating soul ties and stuff like that, that's why he even said um, no sex before marriage in the first place. Mm -hmm. um, and I know it seems hard, especially in our generation, it seems hard. It is not impossible. Right. And it's honestly, not. it's not impossible. And honestly, like, it feels really, really good. Like, it feels good to be able to say, like, 
like yeah i'm not a virgin but it feels good to be able to say like i've been with my boyfriend three years and right. we haven't had sex and right. we're waiting until marriage and it's something to really look forward to and it's like if you look at it in that way it's not going to be hard for you but if you look at it in a way where it's like oh you're just missing out all these years and then like what if it's whack afterwards right. like, it's going to be miserable and i mean like i've enjoyed being able to say that and then also being able to learn about him mm-hmm. in that way that it's like is so much more intimate than people think like how many people you can have a really good conversation with nowadays right like it's very rare like everybody's like so caught up they can have really good conversations over like text and stuff like that but they can't have really good face-to-face conversation like that people have lost that social skill so true you know so i feel like for anybody who's trying to look to do this in their relationship look at the pros rather than the cons mm-hmm. the pros are you're gonna learn a whole lot about yourself that you didn't even think you was going to mm-hmm. you're gonna learn a whole lot about who you're with and if you plan to spend the rest of your life with them that's super important because guess what you can have really good sex mm-hmm. and be in a really terrible relationship Listen, you know All right. and I've seen that and dealt with it firsthand to know that mm-hmm. with my previous one so here it's kind of like I've already solidified our foundation mm-hmm. for the rest of our life, for the rest of our marriage, when we do get married and stuff like that. I've already solidified I know who I'm with. Right. And I couldn't say that in my previous relationships like 100%. Do you like, regret your previous relationships? No. No. Because I learned Any a lot. Bo- Is there a particular body you want to take back? <laughs> There is a particular one that I'll be like, I could could do without. Oh, my God. There's this particular person that I'm like, you know what? You don't waste my time. Yeah, I can tell. (laughs) But honestly, like, that showed me exactly what I don't want. Mm -hmm. And it outlined for me clearly what I do want. Mm -hmm. So it made it even more A nigga would do it for you. You know? Right. And it, it, it just made it more clear that when I got with my current boyfriend you're exactly what I wanted like it's like God literally handpicked him and gave him okay name. Sierra you are sound like Cece we're <laughs> <Okay>. Russell <laughs> like they are so cute but no for real like like that's literally how it feels like it's like wow like you've been listening to me and all my treacherous crap all right. these years all these stupid things that I've been going through in all these relationships right and you was literally like alright you figured out what you like you figured out what you don't like here's your here's your husband right <laughs> it's like wow like literally before i was like i don't think i'm ever gonna love somebody like really love somebody mm-hmm. but i was like nah <laughs> when when we actually like started talking again and i found him again i was like yeah this is it this is it <laughs> so it's, like, it's think, worth it i think also like what you said like a lot of times a lot of decisions that we make pertains to things that we've been through so it's like yeah it's kind of refreshing for you to find somebody that like that gets it and wants the same thing that you want especially at, a, at such a young age yeah because a lot of people don't know what the hell they want and they pushing 40 child <laughs> no but it's true um so i guess how has being celibate helped you as a woman mentally Ooh, i love this <laughs> mentally i've been able like being celibate has allowed me to just level up. Mm-hmm. Okay, woman. Sierra. <laughs> That's it. It's Sierra time. Like, I literally 
started my businesses mm-hmm. within these past three years. I've started, like, that's how I went to engineering school so that I can become a software engineer. Mm-hmm. Like, all of this happened within that time span. And it literally happened the minute I got with him because, like, in California, I was studying, like, vocal jazz and stuff like that. What, and, you can sing? Yeah, girl. Child, give us a little Melanie. <laughs> <laughs> Next episode. <laughs> I was studying music and I was like I mean I love music and all that but Mm -hmm. it was like trying to find what I was going to do in this world how I was going to be like contributing to society or whatever right and literally like all of this happened I moved back to New York I get with him Mm -hmm. I start going I go back to school I get my certifications I start my businesses it's like it all just piled on top of each other and this is all while like not having sex and I feel like it just really cleared my mind it allowed me to focus like Mm -hmm. it made me like just work hard and it's like all right we're gonna do this and it's also because like I want to be stable when mm-hmm. we get into a marriage and stuff like that. So I feel like it all just kind of tied in. Yeah, like, like the pieces just fall into place. They just fall into place. It's like mm-hmm. we're going to be like higher levels than, than what we are right now when we get married. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be good. We're going to be set. So it's kind of like it's like really something to work for, but it just it allowed me to level up. Like I've never been this great in my whole life. Like I can tell you, I mean, you seem mad happy. <laughs> like I'm happy. And usually like usually I'm I like before you catch me three years ago I was never this happy Mm. like I always had something something was going on something was always going on Mm. but like now I could really just say like thank god I don't have anything to complain about right now like obviously there's gonna be those days and whatever and there's always something little but like overall I'm looking at my life and I'm like god's really protecting me and taking care of me right now Mm -hmm. and he's giving me things to work for so I mean I don't know a little encouragement for whoever's thinking about this so you know what a question just popped in my head so what do you do when you get horny if you like by yourself i'm just curious like do you like because <laughs> no because i really like i feel like like you said i i guess the story is not like something that a lot of us especially especially women in our age we talk yeah. about stuff like this so i'm just so curious like when you get horny like do you like pray yourself out of it mm-hmm. oh wow because you know why because like when i'm praying it's just like i mean yeah i know, you... I know if it, like like if anybody's grown up like being told like you know like god watch everything you're gonna go hell and stuff like this right and that would just like completely remove any sort of sexual tension i have inside of me because it just makes it creepy yeah <laughs> at that point i'm like all right this is creepy like, like is somebody really watching me? watching me right, right now <laughs> so it makes it creepy so when i put myself in that aspect where it's like all right let me just pray lord just remove this from me and it happens really quick mm. and i'm like all right cool great let me go to sleep because those be the times when I'm real tempted. Have you asked him what he what he does if he get horny, or does he pray too? No, I never asked him. <laughs> you I never go home him. and ask him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's like a good question. I'm like, what you what, what you, you do when you get horny? <laughs> <laughs> um, last but not least, how has sustaining from sex helped you spiritually? Oh, spiritually, I have grown so much closer with God. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I'm able to just generally have more conversation with him because before like my spiritual life it would just be like pray in the morning pray at night that'd be like it would be like a high and by kind of situation mm-hmm. and this time it allowed me because looking at a relationship and looking at a marriage it allowed me to see that that's just supposed to be a reflection of your spiritual life a marriage with whoever on this earth is supposed to be a reflection of your marriage to christ so it's come like, on now i almost said your name <laughs> 
so it's like seeing that and i'm like wow like this is how he wants to function with us mm-hmm. like he wants us to be as close as possible he wants us to really learn about him and he wants to learn about us so it's like if i can replicate what i'm doing in my earthly relationship i could do the same thing in my spiritual relationship Child. because it, it, it's, it's a relationship right like what it is like you're not going to be in a relationship with somebody, be married to somebody, and you don't talk to them. You just talk to them in the morning, talk to them at night. That don't make sense. Right. It's like, oh, hey, blah, 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 bye, see you later. Right. So it's like, it's it's made me more conscious where it's like, you know, I don't talk to you like that during the day. So let me just say, so now it's made it to like where I'd be talking to him. Like, I'd be probably looking crazy. I'd be like, Lord, you know, like, I really can't deal with this job right now. Right. <laughs> and it allows me to be more open with him, and it really makes it like if, he's an actual being he's right there Mm -hmm. he's listening to me so it it made it so much more personal Mm -hmm. before it was just like there's a guy he loves everybody but now it's like there's a guy he loves me okay you know me you know what song (laughs) just came in my head um mary mary it's a guy in me (laughs) (laughs) yes i'm just curious are you talking about your relationship with your friends um Yes and no. Yeah. I'm kind of private with my relationship. Mm-hmm. But if somebody asks, I'll tell them. Yeah. But I won't be like, hey, here's my relationship. Right. Um, I think I'm the same way. Yeah, you know, like, I'm I'm kind of private. But there's, there's, like, a lot of things that I strictly do not talk about. Like, if we get into arguments or anything like that, I do not talk about that with anybody. Mm-hmm. And me and him have made that a thing where it's like, you want to keep that in the house. Right. Because um, people start like painting pictures and I used to do this a lot and I would sit there and like talk crap about my boyfriend stuff like that and then my friends would get this really bad picture of him and the thing is you're only seeing the bad in that moment but you're not there right. to see the good Right. so it's like I'm painting this bad picture of him to you so that every time I come to you they're gonna be like yeah leave him Right. because they don't see all the good times that we have right. all the good moments and stuff like that so we made it a point where it's like if we're going through any sort of hard times nobody's gonna know about it like right. nobody because we don't need the outside to be painting pictures of each other. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly there's such a bad person and stuff like that because then it just creates static and it just makes it awkward. Like, Especially when people don't have like good intentions anyway. So Right, right. Like if, right. if people, and you'd be surprised how many people in your circle just waiting for you to like yeah. lose. Mm-hmm. So it's like they just wait for you to say something. We'll just be like, yeah, break up with him. Right. And so it's like, yeah, we keep that, like that, Part of our relationship is very, very personal, and we don't share that with anybody. Right. Well, yeah. I think this was an excellent episode. I think that you definitely showed some, um, gave us some insight on what it's like to be in a relationship and to be mm-hmm. celibate for three years. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you for I'm, having me. Almost threw the pin at myself. <laughs> uh, if y'all have any questions or concerns for my guests, comments, uh, please make sure to email me at hello at the phgpodcast.com um make sure you leave a comment a review on apple podcast app and that's pretty much it i think this episode was really good so thank you thank you until next time guys later in the pressure cooker of the nba playoffs there's no room to fake it every pass shot and dribble is immediately consequential the playoffs are the time for the real real stakes real emotions Real sweat, blood, and tears. Real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC.
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.